Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is a 45-minute flow class. We're glad you joined us. When you're ready, grab your mat and we'll get started. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Great to see y'all. Happy Saturday. We got some just out of the bed hair. That's six people did this. <laughs> It does. It you smooth it out. It looks great. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I, I was speaking for myself, but it's so good to see you, uh, bright and early and squirrely. And uh, you want to get warm? And we like on the same page with let's let's warm this thing up. So we're gonna work with straddles today in a lot of different ways. Um, we're gonna start with just some hip opening and some gliding action move through some flow with stronger holds, and then we'll get to the really good deep stretch at the end. So ready, set, let's do it. We'll start in Supta Baddha Konasana and lie down and bring your hands to your center line and with the palms down, one hand on your heart, one hand on your navel center or right below your navel center. bringing the hands to the center line one way that we begin warming the body, drawing our attention to the core, breathing in and out, using core body muscles. Another way is ujjayi. And so we, we heat our breath using the muscles of the throat, like a valve. So it's a little whisper breath. You can imagine that you're fogging a mirror with your mouth closed and then unfogging it with your mouth closed. I don't know if unfogging a mirror actually works, but that's the imaginary situation here. Nose breathing that's conducted by the muscles of the throat. And you'll hear a light sound that whisper or ocean-like breath. Know the tone, the pace. Texture and feel of your breathing, your body, your overall mental and emotional state of being. Just as a noticing, as a witness. Like you're watching a play or a movie. And you're interested in the character of you. But from that role of witness, observer. Bring these together, hug them into your chest. Take one knee in each hand and let's spin them around into three circles of the leg bones in the hip sockets. Then we'll take the hands away from that action. Let the legs move themselves. You're getting little clicks and pops and they are not accompanied by pain. You're doing this, right? Everything's as it should be. The body makes sounds. If you do get any sharp pain in your hip joint, SI joint, knee joint, any joint that you have, right, that is not what we're going for. So you, you stay out of that as we're doing these openers and deep stretches and anything we do in this practice. And we focused in on muscular action, 
and pain-free range of motion in your joints. Bring everything back to center. Knees to right angles. Active reclined pigeon. So cross your right leg over the left for reclined pigeon. Exhale, bring the left leg in toward you. So that hugs your right leg in. Then inhale, go back to 90 degree angle. Cross left leg over. Exhale, bring the left leg in using the right. And back to 90 degree angle. Do that again, right over left. Use the left leg, hug the right shin toward you. Back out to the 90 degrees, cross left over right. That it. Good. We'll add on here, back to the 90 degree angle. Right over left, you're gonna take this over to the left, so it'll rock onto the outer edge of your left hip. Back to center, we'll unwind, knees at right angles. And then left over right, Exhale, right leg pulls the left shin bone in. Inhale, take the legs over to the right, rock onto the outer edge of the right hip. Back to center. Legs back to right angles or extend them out to a 45 degree angle. Right foot crosses over left thigh, left leg hugs the right in. Over to the left, you rock onto the outer edge of the hip. Back to center. Undo it, 90 degree angle the knees or reach the legs long. Left over right, hug the legs in using the right leg. Keep that hug as legs move off to the right. Back at center, one more round. Knees are right angles or extend the legs out. Exhale, left leg hugs the right in. Inhale, legs rock over to the left. Back to center, undo it. Left over right, legs in, then rock over the outer edge of the right hip, back to center, unwind it, reach, and then knees into your chest, nose to knees, knees to nose. And a little rock up and back to seated. We're going to take it to the side that you'd like for straddle. So seated straddle and uh, go ahead with, with a moderate straddle right now. Something that's easily accessible. We're not going to go deep with this one. We will later if you want. Find one that you can sit on your sitting bones, lift the center of your chest, lift the back of your head. Just going to pause here upright, dig your heels in, fan your toes out. I'm going to drop chin to chest. Just let your hands rest slightly on your legs. Let your head move a little side to side. And right ear towards your right shoulder. Drop your left shoulder blade down. Breath in. And breath out. We'll come back to center. Lift your heart, but drop your chin. And then other side. You lift it to the center of your chest, stay balanced, hips and shoulders at center. Back to center, chin toward the chest. And then moving from the back of your head, so the muscles that raise your head are back there. Maybe mentally, we're gonna move from that place. Bring your head back like you're bringing it to align on uh, the same axis as your hips, your rib cage. So if uh, you're pressing your back and the back of your head against a wall behind you, good. Breath in, breathe out, 
you're going to hinge forward about halfway, whatever halfway is for you, so like 50% of a fold, and a little rock side to side. Lateral flexion of the, the spine, the rib cage moving side to side. And yes, by opening that, if you like, as you're doing this, add a little shoulder across. I don't really know any way to describe this except for that like 80s aerobics move, um, except at the pace of your breath. Like, yeah, the Jamie Lee Curtis. Do you remember that? None of you are old enough to remember that, right? <laughs> Carrie, I knew, I knew it was Carrie. <laughs> Come back to center. We'll pause and sit up tall again. So go back to center line. You're stacking your head at the top of the spine. And then a little movement in and out of the straddle. We're going to take the arms up like cactus and then go like strong cactus and press the arms out like you're trying to press your walls out. And then with your next exhale, use your legs, cross right ankle in front of the left and hands down about that halfway bow. When we inhale, we're going to go back out, arms to cactus and legs back out to straddle. And then the other side. Take your time, left ankle crosses, fingertips down now. Then open it back up, use the legs, whatever degree they can move out to is great. So we're working for the legs to have their own mobility. We'll cross again, and then bow, and then open it up. So the, and the hands don't have to do the, uh, Cowboy surrender every time, but it's helpful uh, because so many times when we do a straddle, I'm going to show you, we like do that kind of motion, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, as you can control the hip mobility with the hip muscles, right, you become stronger and more agile there. There may also be some abdominal benefit. Your mileage may vary. One more set. So we, we started on the right leg crossover. So whatever you're doing, you'll end on the, the left leg crossover. And then we'll come to seated with the left leg in front. Take a few shoulder shrugs there. Oh, I look great. That was a remarkable difference from the first time we introduced that exercise. So progress, practice makes progress. Here, let your shoulder blades slide down your back. And again, lift the back of the head up and back. Good. We're gonna take the arms up overhead and reach for the ceiling through your ring and pinky fingertips. Turn your palms in. If this action doesn't feel great on your shoulder joint, a couple things to do. You could cactus. You could work on bringing your arms a little further forward. So some of us will be a little happier with this reach being slightly in front of the collarbones. For all of us, we want it to be either stacked over the collarbones or in front or wide, but not behind. When we get back here, we're, we're stretching the, or stressing the anterior ligament. Your shoulder doesn't need that. Once we're here, if for you, 
You can catch your right wrist with your left hand. Do that. If that says, if your shoulder says no, it says no. Once you're there, press the right wrist out into the left hand. So the, the arm is, is just trying to get lightly away. You're engaging muscles on the side of your back. Undo that, reach straight up. Lift the back of your head up and back so we're not uh, falling forward in this. And then other side, and catch left with his right hand and then press out with the wrist. It doesn't need to be a tug of war and I certainly don't need white knuckles. Just get the engagement of side body as you're holding the, the arm there. And anytime we catch a, a limb like this, we wanna activate it. Release the arms down and a little shoulder shrug there. And come over to hands and knees and back to down dog. Take a moment, set your gaze. Let it level, soften. I'm not sure about where the best place to be with that is. Go ahead and turn your head until you're looking up toward your own navel. Not like you'd be looking at anybody else's navel. <laughs> and then draw your sternum forward toward your hands. Let your head then arrive at a spot between your arms. It feels like your hips, your rib cage, and the back of your head are all lined up. Like you had a surfboard on your back and you were lifting your head lightly into it. And then set your eyes at what's most logical right there. So typically, I said, set your gaze between your feet. That's not going to be the reality for every single one of us. What's important about where we set our eyes is what's going on at the neck to get there. So that drawing of your heart forward paired with the buoyancy of the back of your head. And wherever your head gets to, just set your eyes straight out from center. If it's between your big toes, great. If it's the back of your mat, great. If it's a little forward of the feet, cool. One spot that you know is the down dog drishti. Each time you come back, it will allow you to set up your spine in a good alignment. Look forward from here and step forward into ragdoll. Feet wide apart. Any arm variation you like. Here, set your gaze to your back wall. That's going to be pretty for certain. If you're seeing the floor, that's a little chin jut going into it. If you want to try to look up to your own navel, um, you could do that here too. Like you could look, you could tuck the chin in, that would be fine. Breath in. Breath out again. Just notice the overall tone. What's going on as you're here? Can you drop into a stillness of body and mind that's strong and focused? If not, that's okay. We're going to do some flow to get there. And where, where are we on the mat? Release your hands, your mat. Walk feet together. And inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, press down through the ball of your big toe. 
spread your fingers, reach through the ring fingertip. You exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees, send your hips back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands and step back, high push-up or low push-up. Heart forward, back of the head up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Lengthen up through the tips of your ears. Down dog, breathe out. When you get there, find that gaze point. Line your head up between your arms. Feel the length of the back of your neck. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Good. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, pull your heart forward, sternum forward, back of the head, buoyant. It lifts like one more inch than you think you can. And then, yes, plant your hands, step back, keep doing that in your plank, right? Like one more inch than you think you can. Right? Breathe in for your upward facing dog, back of the head lift, and then down dog, breathe out. And again, bring that sensation of drawing your sternum forward and floating the back of your head. Look forward, walk or lightly hop top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And really like every time you come halfway lift, one more inch than you think is possible. Yep. And bow forward, breathe out. It's like you're just like ironing things out and getting this like one inch longer. Breathe in, reach up. And breathe out. your hands to your shins and press them back till we get that idea of the sternum, the heart pulling forward, light through the back of your head. Plant your hands, step back. As you go, same feeling, same sensation. Get an inch longer through your front body. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath here, set your gaze. Feel that buoyancy, the, the center of the chest, buoying up, the back of the head, buoying up. And on an inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee, open the hip, drop the left heel down. Press your right hand down and forward, breath in. As you breathe out, square up, bring the right knee. To the right elbow, step into a low lunge, tighten the back leg. As you inhale, we're going to bow pull right elbow towards the ceiling, right arm extends up in a twist. If twisting is not for you, go back to the bow pull and, and keep with the back muscle work there. Breath in, heart forward again, back of the head, back, and then right hand down inside the front foot, spin the back foot flat. You're going to spiral the left arm back and catch your hip, left hand to left hip, left shoulder blade toward the center of your back. So we're in a very deep 
side angle pose. You can keep the hand here or extend the arm out and reach for your front wall. Elongate through your left side body, breath in. Breath out and bring left hand down to the mat. Step the right foot back to down dog. Hands close together at center. Walk your feet out wide. Press your hands down and forward. Stay here or left hand to right shin. Twist. Breathe in. Press your front hand down. Breathe out. Undo that. Back to center. Press your left hand down. Slide the right hand, left shin, and twist. Press the leg into the hand, hand back into the leg. And then do be aware of where your head's going. Is it doing that uh, drop? And could you draw your heart forward, back of the head, in line? Back to center, downward facing dog. And take the left leg up and back behind. Bend your knee, open your hip. And drop the right heel down. Squeeze the right leg. Pull the quadricep muscle up as you're dropping the heel down. Left knee goes up. You press through the left hand as you exhale. Breathe in. Squeeze the outer edge of the leg. And as you exhale, lightly, knee to chest. Take a step. You know, low lunge. You can always use blocks here. And bring left elbow toward the ceiling. Pulling a bow, an arrow, and then open and twist. I don't know why I use the bow and arrow thing. I went to summer camp like one time and pulled a bow and arrow like one time. <laughs> the imprint of that muscle memory stuck. Exhale, take your left hand, inside of the left foot, back foot flat, then your right arm back so that you catch your right hip in a very deep side angle pose. Draw your heart forward, back of the head back. Nice, nice. And reach the arm toward the front wall. You spiral the tricep down. Reach long through the ring finger tip. And then hand to the mat. Step back, down dog. Go again, feet wide. Hands close together, right hand to left shin. Maybe you slide it down a little bit here. Turn and again, you focus on pulling the sternum forward, back of the head in line. Because what will try to happen is that, that rounding toward the, what the hand is doing. Instead, heart toward the front hand. And gaze directly at your side wall. Come on back to center, thumb to thumb. And then look to... Right foot and underneath, and then look to the side wall. So the hand and the leg are together. We don't need to look at it anymore. Draw the heart toward the front hand. Bring that, it's kind of like that, that bowing up the tip of a surfboard, cresting over a wave feeling. Control. Back of the head, back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Mm -hmm. To center. Hands about shoulder distance, feet about hip distance, and breath in, and breath out. Inhale, look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, and breathe in, lift halfway. 
breathe out, out forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart, feel elongation, lengthening out of the front of the body. And catch the right wrist with the left hand. So the arms are in front of you. You can see them in your vision. Right? If they were back behind your ears, you couldn't see them. You, you don't want to be there. You want to be where you can see them. Press your right foot down. And you're going to lengthen up to the right side. So uh, even though the left hand has the right hand, do the work on the right side of rooting down, lifting up. Now, left hand is going to stay doing its thing. Right hand is going to press into the left fingers. So. The left arm's not pulling the right. The right arm is resisting and doing the work on the right side body. Keep pressing the right foot down. Move your rib cage over to the left. So as you're moving your rib cage over, the right arm continues to press up into the left fingers. Then come back to center, hands to heart. Samastiti, pause, feel the two sides of your body, press your feet down, lift up to the back of your head. And then on your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And then catch the left wrist with the arms where you can see them. Yoga rules are like heist film rules. Get your hands where you can see them. Uh, catch the wrist, but resist with the left arm. Then the side bend is going to come from pressing your left foot down and moving the rib cage. And as you do that, press left hand into the right. So the left wrist going up. That arm continues to go up, and that keeps it from being just a grab and pull and collapse. Focus in on heart up and the rib cage moving across and the left arm pressing up strongly to feel the side body engage. Come back to center, breathe in. Hands to heart, pause. Breath in. Breath out. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. As we exhale, we'll sit back, Katasana. And then the inhale, come up to standing, mountain pose. And then exhale, we'll bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, down dog, or low push up. Up dog and downward facing dog. Right leg up behind you, squeeze it tightly as it moves. Three legged dog. And look forward and take a big step up between your hands, the center line of your mat. Now's a good time if you have a block somewhere uh, to put it within arm's reach. One up to warrior two. Take your time. If you want to uh, check your footing, go ahead and use your head to do that, but then level your chin again and set your gaze at your side wall. 
So wherever uh, your eyes want to go, train them to be directly forward from your face. Uh, there is the traditional gaze to the front hand, but we're going to work on the sidewall to get this idea of your head in line for good posture. Big your front heel into the mat and then both arms up. You're going to once again catch your right wrist with the left hand. So we're in warrior two stance. We're going to stay in warrior two stance. We're moving toward reverse, but we're going to do something first that may have been the default uh, in this kind of situation before. Go ahead and just use your left hand to pull the right arm. So what we're doing here is the left arm is pulling on the, the arm bone against the shoulder blade. Right? Go back to both arms up. Catch the wrist. Press the wrist out into the hand. Then lift your chest, move from your rib cage, go into the side bend that way. Continue to press the right arm up. Now you've engaged the right arm so you're not pulling on the arm bone in the, uh, in the shoulder joint. The side bend's coming from the rib cage and the arm is providing a little extra stretch for the side. Release that slowly, come up to warrior two. Feel both arms there as they outstretch. Straighten the front knee. The hinge of the hip coming in a triangle. We're gonna take the block, if you got one, inside the front leg today. So unusual, but uh, not unheard of. The yoga police are, are not coming for me. I'm not gonna be exiled for this one. Well, other things though. And inside the leg, you're gonna use the arm against the leg and press the leg back into the arm. So wherever you can get your arm and leg to meet, activate that way. Arm presses out, leg meets it equally. And there's generally some sensation there. Breathe into it. If you then wanna take your top arm up, if you wanna take the hand behind the head, gonna reach your front wall, all the things are good. If you're taking the hand behind the head, put it a few inches behind the head, move the head back to it. Breath in, draw your sternum forward, get one inch longer through your front body. Then on your exhale, look to your mat, plant your hands, step back down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. And down dog. On your inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. And then a big step on your center line. Come up and around to warrior two. If you need to babysit your feet for a moment, go for it, then get your head up. And look straight ahead, find eye level. Uh, go ahead and give yourself a test. Do forward head posture, let your head come down and forward. Then from the back of your head, Move up and back until you're gazing straight ahead at your sidewall, eye level. Dig into the legs. You're going to stay in warrior two. Doesn't have to be deep, but whatever you got today, you're staying in it. Okay. And then take both arms up. And uh, you know, we don't always do reverse with the, with the hold. So let's do this. Take the right arm out of it. And then just move from the arm into reverse. Go ahead and do the thing where you're just like, just pulling from the arm. And, um, and this is a common strategy in reverse as well. Going back to upright, both arms up. 
and uh, we'll catch the left wrist, press the arm out, right? Then lift your chest. So left hand's pressing into the right. Move your rib cage up and back. So the rib cage is creating the side bend. The arm is resisting the side bend. Usually uh, when we just scoop the arm overhead, it's the other way. The arm's trying to drive the side bend and the rib cage says, uh-uh, because of the way that the arm is kind of fighting against the shoulder blade. Lift your chest. Take the rib cage back. Press the left hand into the right. And then inhale back up into warrior two. Feel the two arms, two sides of the body, two sides of the back. So we'll straighten the front leg. Hands to your hip crease. Tip into triangle. And again, take your block or your hand inside the front leg. It's going to be somewhere where the arm and leg can connect well at some point. Could be a forearm to shin, could be the thigh. All that's going to work. Right hand to your hip to start. Press into your feet. Pull the leg into the arm. Press the arm into the leg. Set your gaze directly at your side wall if it's wondered. Totally okay if it did. Draw your sternum forward toward the front wall. So you're elongating from navel center, drawing in towards your spine. Through the front of your body, heart center is moving forward. The back of the head is moving a little back. Your gaze is staying at your side wall. So take the hand behind the head, put it just a little bit back there, press the head back. And like you were lined up on the wall, left hip, rib cage, back of your head, spread out on that wall. Good. Look to the mat, plant your hands, step back down dog or dofusha, upward facing dog, and downward facing dog. down to your knees and again turn to the side of the mat that you like for straddle then uh, as you take this straddle like still modesty is good like the key key value uh, but maybe it's you've gotten a little warmer and you can go a little wider in the straddle possible see no defaults just like create the one that you can do right now and sit easily. Cool. You got blocks? Grab them. You got a bolster? Grab it. Whatever you got, we're going to bow forward and we're going to stay eight breaths right, in a bow. And it can, it can be a half kind of thing again. If 50% is a good stretch for you, cool. If you splatter to the floor, uh, well, splattering is not really what, what any of us came here for, like, until Shavasana. So if you are a, a, a flopper, right, uh, activate the legs more, right? You can still be belly to the ground, but active legs, abdominals in, and then that sensation of beginning one inch longer. So for all of us, wherever we are, you have. Press your heel bones down, draw your abdominals in, 
and then give that lengthening like we do in halfway lift. If you then like to drop your chin to release the back of the neck, go for it. For some of us, once we do that, the engagement just goes. Uh, so if you would prefer to set your gaze toward the floor in order to stay engaged with this, uh, totally cool. Thing we don't want to do is look forward. Your gaze is at the floor or your gaze at your navel back of the neck is either in its natural shape or being elongated in that bowed chin position. Next inhale, one up to your hands. And here's the thing. If you're really comfortable in a straddle and you love straddle, and there's a, usually we have, there's like the, the floppers who love straddle. And then there's the, uh, the pitchers who uh, we kind of sit back and either way is okay. It has to do with your bone structure. It has to do with like, your body's preference. This is not a, a virtue here. But if you are happy here, you'll take this with both legs out. If straddle could be could be could be better for you if, if like straddle is not exactly your favorite place to sit bend your right knee in so you get half straddle right so you're working against uh half of the resistance that you're currently in. so you do you you love straddle stay with it if you don't like absolutely like want to marry straddle uh, then bend the right knee we're gonna lift up and we're gonna slide down the left leg so left hand moving down the left shin toward the foot it might get there it might not and if you get your foot, great. If not, also great. Right hand, it's going to come out on the floor and it's going to circle around like a, a compass here. Circle around toward the left foot. Now for some of us, it's going to get there. Cool. For some of us, it's not going to get there. Block or block tower out to wherever your hand can go and rest. Final thing you could do if you are already catching your foot, take your left hand back to either the uh, right shin or the right hip, whatever you've got going on there. And then this arm that's caught the foot, you're going to do that same thing we did in the uh, reverse warrior. You're going to pull, like you're going to resist. So you take the right arm up. Breathe here for three. If you're holding the foot, slowly release it. We're going to come up to sit with this. And then everybody to half straddle if you're not there already. You know, take another side bend. This one's going to be a little lighter. Bring the left hand back behind you. Right arm, this is going to be a lot like revolve side plank. So the, the left hand's back out there like revolve side plank. And then the right arm's going to reach up and over. Cool. We're going 
uh, more back behind the leg for sure. And then as you press the right shin down, reach long through the right side body. So it gets into different muscles. And also if your body's really unhappy with the, uh, the usual seated straddle bend, this could be uh, the equivalent of your, your new seated straddle bend. Slowly back to center. Pause. Right leg's gonna extend back out. If you did the uh, seated straddle variation on the first side, do that. If a uh, half straddle's better, bend the left knee in. Then right hand is gonna move down the right leg until maybe it catches the foot, but maybe it doesn't. Somewhere on the leg. Your gaze is at your side wall. Heart center toward the side wall. The compass arm of the left around toward the foot. Maybe it gets there. Maybe you have a block stack. Uh, arm rests is the idea. That's going to allow you to stay and receive the benefit of this longer. If you catch the foot, you might then take the left hand back to the the right hand back to the left side. If you've caught the foot, do that same action of pulling the arm up. Very rarely in yoga is there a posture where everything's going in one direction. In fact, I think probably Shavasana is the example where, when everything's going one direction. Yoga, this idea of the union of opposites to create a unified whole right, has those elements of balance in it. They aren't always apparent from the appearance of a posture. When you feel them, you feel them. On your inhale, come on up slowly. Take your time. When you arrive, sit tall. And if you've gone with uh, both legs out, bend the left knee in. And we're going to take the right hand back behind. And you can think of this as revolved side plank. Take the left arm around and press the right hand down. It's just a milder. Side bend for most of us, if you're not feeling quite as much, cool. Um, but if this is considerably better for your hips or your sacroiliac joint, um, by all means, do this whenever this crops up in the practice. Press your, right, your left thigh down. Reach through the ring and pinky fingertip there. And then on your inhale, come up slowly. Pause at center for a moment with the spine. Lift the head to the top of it, brighten up through your chest. Let the heart lift, spread. We'll fold both legs in. Come on down to the back. Hugging your knees in. As you come to your back, pause. Feel your body. Now, for many of us, after a straddle and side bend series, the 
the, the pièce de résistance is now a backbend. But for some of us, it's not. Right? So if backbends are your thing, this is a good time to go for strong bridge or the elusive wheel is less elusive. But if a happy baby sounds like a better dessert course, then take that. Wherever you go, breathe and be happy. Exhale, slowly release what you got going on. Take your time, make your way to Shavasana. Super work this morning, y'all. Enjoy the rest. When you feel ready to come back, you start with your fingers and your toes. Have a breath. Texture. Texture. Any of the sensations that are present with you. Roll to your right side. Make your way up. Seated. Take a moment to lift up through the center of your chest to the back of your head to elongate and go that one more inch than you think. So often there's just a little more in us than we think we have. This practice can be a way of reminding ourselves that. There's a little more brightness, a little more lightness, more strength, more perseverance. It doesn't have to be forced. It's just thoughtful. Bring our hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Thank you so much. Namaste. Super.
Have a great day. Thank you. you that was great. I hope you feel great. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.